0: It must be make it from. So Predacons terrorize.
1: (laughs) I love it. There we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Playful Humans podcast. I'm your host, Mike Montague, and you can find us at PlayfulHumans.com. My guest this week. I'm so excited. Uh, one of my Mount Rushmore's of voice actors, favorite male voices, David K. You can find him at davidk.com. And if you don't uh, know the name, you know some of the voices, like uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, Jarvis from the Marvel movies, Mysterio from Spider-Man, the narrator in Pixar's Up, Optimus Prime, and Megatron, and General Hawk from G.I. Joe in My Childhood, He does all of those voices...
0: Living.
1: Here we go. And now this, uh, I feel like I'm going to be doing my impressions of, uh, your favorite voices, David, but, uh, which of those were the most fun for you? What's the the most fun, boys? Do? Oh, God! Come on, I mean, they're all they're all so much
0: fun. I I tell everybody, I'm amazed that they they hire me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, the last week tonight thing. You know, it's a little known thing. It turned into a bunch of Emmy awards for the show, and I, it all stemmed from a, a promo read I did for HBO for the show when it first aired, and I, you know, it was that, uh, coming this uh, this summer on HBO. It's a brand new, I, I did the thing. And
1: then,
0: uh, <laughs> I said, oh, hey, they like you for the promos. And I said, oh, great. And so I'm watching uh, HBO one night, and I go, hey, 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 here's the promo. Come here, here it is. And I'm listening to it and watching it. And, That's not me. That's not my voice. Huh voice is really good. I said, it's not me. And I was like, uh, really, you know, like actors do. Well, I guess I didn't get the room. I mean, you text <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm out here. what's going on? I mean, I thought I wasn't getting it. And he calls me, Hey, it's Jay. Uh, so listen, they want to know if you want to like do work for the show. And I go like, what do you mean? Can you work on it? Like on a weekend? I go, Ooh, weekends, kind of, kind of sacred, kind of sacred time. Um, cause if I could get away with doing nothing, you know, I would. Uh, right. <laughs> so I said, I don't know. Like, what? Well, like, what's who? Like, well, I you know, I knew uh, John Oliver from the John Stewart show. I'm like, well, that sounds kind of cool. Like, I don't know. Let's just try it. And little did you, know, how many years ago? You know, now and how many episodes and how many Emmy awards for the show? And it's all from stemming from. And now, you know.
1: Yeah, I I oh, love funny. that. And I got so many questions for you, yeah, because please. I love doing voices my, myself and things. But uh, we didn't start with the joke of the week. So oh. the joke of the week is brought to you by green tea. You can uh, relax in the morning with green tea uh, instead of coffee it will uh, cause you to lose up to 87% of the remaining joy in in your morning. Uh, Green tea instead of coffee. Uh, (laughs) No, you're in there. I think voice actors, you got to protect the voice uh, and and be careful with that for sure. Now, the official joke of the week is what leadership position did old McDonald list on his LinkedIn profile for the farm? Oh, I know I should know this, but I don't. Uh, He's the executive in charge of external and internal operations. So, of course, he's the EIEIO. Oh, God. (laughs) There he is.
0: I I had another one. And I can't remember any of them. I'm horrible. Go, give me another another one.
1: So you were in Disney Pixar's Up movie. Uh, Did you know that if you ask Rick Astley for his copy of the movie Up, It creates a paradox because he can never give you up and he can never let you down. Yeah, Uh, that's
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today's today's song implant is never going to give you up is Rick Astley. Uh, Yes, that'll be in my brain for a while.
1: This all started for me back when I was a kid. It may have even been uh, some of your your voices like Megatron. Uh, but my uncles, too, played with their voice. So I had one uncle that did the radio man, you know, and he would call and be like, you're caller number seven. Uh, what's your favorite radio station? And people that didn't know they entered a contest would be like this one. Uh, <laughs> and, forget- <laughs> and K-97. K-97. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, uh, and we both spent time in radio. We have that in common. But then my other uncle would yeah. always disguise his voice and do different voices and call from like the IRS and ask for my father and and stuff and have a bunch of time. I I had an uncle like that? Oh, that's, yeah. that's, and, that's and we wow. would do the the movie trailer guy. I feel like is a trope now. But you're one of those voices that yeah. people do when they're like in a world. That's uh, right. That's it. LaFont-
0: yeah. Fontaine invented that phrase. He wrote that when he's a Paramount. You know, in a world. world. I mean, he, because when we go to a movie, we want to be taken out of ourselves and put into this out of our crappy existence. We want to be put into this wonderful imaginary place. Um, We go to a movie, lights come down in a world. And that was the whole idea of that. So. Uh, that was a lot of responsibility for a voiceover person to, to take you from your reality into this world. And uh, yeah, he invented that whole thing. It's, uh, and, and one of my mentors, one of the reasons why I'm probably here in, you know, in, in California as many years ago is he said, you should be doing this. You should be now. We moved your family down here. And yeah, you, you know, daddy's got to do what daddy's got to do. And yeah, uh, this is, you should be doing this as a career. And I go, wow, my God, Don said, uh, Don says that to you, I guess you got to listen. And other other mentor yeah. of mine is Tara Strong, who said, "What are you doing? You got to be here. You, I'm going to take you into my AG. You, you, why why are you not here?" And so those two people um, have a lot to do with the reason I did did come down here from uh, Vancouver many many years ago, and, and uh, best decision I ever ever made. Uh, and so who'd cool. have thought? Oh, like well, you talked about radio. Man, that's where I started. I have a cassette tape. You remember those cassette tapes? We used to put them in the little. Thingy. And for Crisper's kept-
1: demo was on the cassette right tape. on a cassette yeah. tape. And
0: and and uh, it's it's here. So it's in. It's over there somewhere. Um, my mother has had it and kept it. I was uh, very young, eight, nine, ten, and I was mimicking the guy at our local radio station. I would turn him down, and uh, you know, I this is Dave, my you know my real name, Dave, and you know, I'm on CKPT, worst call letters in the entire planet, and and I but turn the music back up and it's weird. I think, wow, I didn't even really know like rate. I didn't even really know about that whole technical side of it and, and talking. So I don't know where that came from. Um, and it's amazing when you think back and hear that you go, how about that for foreshadowing or it's like, and, and, and that, you know, he became fans of Rick D's and, uh, and, and we became friends. The Casey I Kasem, down.
1: I was going to say is a classic, <laughs> he's another one on my Mount Rushmore there with like, oh, uh, you God. and Donald Fontaine is like, the I work. Casey Kasem. down. Yeah.
0: And this week, this distance, top it- 40, uh, you know, get down in the fun. And I worked with a producer for many years, uh, 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 Ron used to work over a kiss, and 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 he uh, was the guy who recorded uh, that 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 when we all we've heard that. I don't know if you ever heard it when he kind of when Casey goes off about get Don on the phone. Will uh, where's my, you know, this is a song about little snuggles. Uh, death Dead. Why are we doing Death Dead again? <laughs> Ron was actually recorded. He was in and, and when Casey did that show. He says, he told me, he says, hey, little, uh, a lot of people haven't actually heard the real show. They've only heard the one with the outtakes. <laughs> but Ron recorded. I work with Ron, the producer, and his stories are great. But, yeah, those are all my heroes, man. Uh, I grew up across in Canada and across the border from Buffalo, Rochester. And I used to listen to radio stations, radio uh, stations. On Skip, as they call it, my, my little radio at uh, WGN Chicago, WBZ Boston, and I had these, and I wanted to be part of that. Even at a young age, I had I had this fascination with a, with a, with America. I wanted to be part of whatever that is. Uh, I don't know about now, but it's such a weird time. (laughs) Back in the day, it was like, I wanted to be able to, to, to sense uh, money uh, to somebody and get something out of the back of a comic book sent to my house, because it was all, when I get those comics and Marvel and DC at the back, Mm -hmm. you send away for all those cool things, those x-ray glasses, you know? And uh, you know, us funds only us residents only went,
1: Oh man. (laughs) <laughs> I, that first, I never thought about that.
0: Yeah. And the first time I came down here, we actually, you know, we're, we're, I was commuting for many years, but in 2007, I remember being at my house when, you know what? I can order anything right now to back of a magazine and I can get it. And it'll only cost me like free or $10. Wow, and so I started ordering stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> now good. I can get it.
1: But yeah, a little. Uh, that's so uh, awesome! It sounds like we uh, really nerded out on a lot of the same things, which is cool. And I apologize for having Voltron behind me. They they did wow. make a Optimus Prime uh, Lego now, so I have to order it. It's out there. Oh, there's, there's, uh, but yeah. uh, I love all of that. And
0: uh, I have a Lego over there. I have to get it. just it, it just wait, wait a minute, please.
1: please continue. Play the music.
0: Oh, right. yeah, we'll do that.
1: Uh, so I was going to tell you that one of the things that I struggled with as like a voice actor or a radio person was, I'm, I'm, there we go. Oh, yeah. The I, have, tunnels. I have to build that. Uh, uh, you do need to bust that open and, and have some fun. I kind of. Uh, so Go ahead. Where I was going to go with that is I always found myself doing voices that I always felt like I was doing an impression of somebody else when doing it. How do you find a voice? Do you feel like it's a a conglomeration, a, an energy or are you mostly doing yourself? How do you hone in on what like voice you're doing for different stuff?
0: Well, that's a that's a big it's a big big question. I'm uh yeah. I'm all, look when I started uh in in this business many years ago and it was about sort of for me, it was doing doing a voice. Um, And as, as time went on, um, I realized that, well, this is all sort of part of me and I really can't do a voice. I think so. when I was let's go back real quick to radio when I was uh seventeen years old and on the air overnights, uh, no business being on the air, but somebody gave me a shot, you know? And, and, I, and I I was a big fan of David Letterman at the time and, and I used to do all his bits on the air because I just love Letterman and it was funny. And I just didn't know anything about like doing my own stuff. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> just gonna do the Letterman bits. And then somebody called Did up sure? one night. I said, Hey, it's uh, you know, hey fourteen twenty C G B T you're on the air. And he goes, Stop doing letterman and he hung the phone up and then I was shattered. to go, Okay, well well back to the music. And um many years later I looked back and and, and he was right, whoever that was, uh I call those people smart-ass Buddhas. They're, they're, they're people out there that will tell you something that you don't expect from it. It's not from a person, you know, in power or even parents. It's somebody, a random person. It says something to you and it kind of completely changes the direction of your life. And like they're smart-ass Buddhas. And, uh, and it's right. You have to find your own, do your own thing. And, and, uh, so it becomes now for me about the. It's all about the truth and about uh, these characters mm. have to live and breathe and have a heartbeat and have skin and a soul, even with the robots like, you know, a little uh, clank. I, I my goal is to try and make you cry. And and he's a robot. <laughs> um, and and so it has to come from it has to have a soul and a heart and it has to breathe. So it just can't be like a voice. It, it's got to. Yeah, has to exist and so
1: well that's a good one because I was going to ask you I can already tell the answer by by watching and if you're listening to the podcast and not watching the YouTube video uh, you might want to jump over there and check it out too because you can hear David all the time this is your chance to see him Uh, but (laughs) I was going to ask you I did some mascotting in my 20s too, where I was inside the costume and it was funny because I would smile for pictures when I was posing with kids as this big uh, you know Fox costume with a head on you can't (laughs) see me but I'm still smiling inside the costume and i was wondering do you do that in the booth are you acting are your hands flying around are you really getting into it and acting or are you someone who can really just focus in on the voice part of it
0: depends on the character um with the erish character for the eternals it was very all about here and the nuance has to come from you know this 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 being uh I always give a good example, Alec Willows, uh, who was in Beast Wars and played Tarantulas, the character. And when we would watch him work, his hands would be. We would deal like a spider, and it was really freaky, man. People kind of start moving away, dude. That's. that's (laughs) But um, but yeah, to physicalize it, but you got to stay here. But physicalizing it is really important for the um, insecticon I played in TF Prime. Uh, I want to work with Peter and Frank and that. And then the the, the character had mandibles like so grabbed my here. The Insecticons. And I wanted to give him an insect, you know. So it, you know, physicalizing is good. D. Bradley Baker, who's a master, will take things like cups and go, you <laughs> create these. Oh, wow. And so it's a matter of uh it, it all gotta be played here uh but uh yeah it's it's kind of fun to to play around but again i can't stress enough that it's got to come from a place of truth it just can't be a be a voice and it's all we're all part of or all part of uh, uh it's all part of who we are um and if if it quickly just a quick long time ago um, we were having coffee. A few friends and, and a very good friend of mine, uh, we were talking about acting. We we're all like, hey, pontificating. Oh, Shakespeare, theater. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he says, you know, I don't... We talk, we're talking about like a dark side. And I said, like, I don't think I have a dark side. And my friend and I like, Wow, everyone... See, there's the thing. Everyone has a dark side. It's just that the, the regular normal people don't... We don't go down. that. But as an actor, you got to be willing to go down that road. Look at Heath Ledger when he played the Joker. I mean, it's bringing him back out of that. And other actors, as we know, um, who go down, you got to be able to to go there um, because it's part of uh, of being a human being. So as much as uh, as much as you can read, travel, uh, listen to people, um, experience things, you know, like it gives you more of a reference point when you're coming up with a character. So when somebody says uh, to you, uh, uh, well, you know, he's from this character from New Orleans or he's this and he's that. And you sort of, you know, you, you automatically sort of start to talk slower and maybe he's a, you know, he's a, a, little, uh, a scoundrel, you know, and he, he you so you start to <laughs> put it together in your head about what kind of a person this is. Um, it's all play and perfectly, honestly, sometimes you'll get the big, the breakdowns. Oh, this character's at that. And you're like, I have no idea. And you try and you try and, and sometimes you just open your mouth and something comes out. And that was the case in Megatron. Something just kind of happened. Uh, so uh, it's hard to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I love that answer. I think you gave us a lot of good insights to to dig into for those of us that want to nerd out on it. Uh, I, I had one more kind of behind the scenes question. Then I want to ask you about your career and how you even make a career of this like long and prolific, because I'm sure you've had lots of ups and downs and even getting started was interesting and great stories mm-hmm. there. But uh, last question, just for, for me as a nerd and a radio nerd, uh, one of my coworkers at the radio station was the female voice of sprint pcs so Uh she was the one that was like you know press one to leave a message press two for it (laughs) and she would leave funny voicemail messages for all of us so you know it'd be like press one to go f yourself uh and it would freak people out i was wondering have you ever done any like voice pranks or do you do funny messages i got to imagine people want megatron wishing them happy birthday and stuff but well is any off of the screen for fun projects uh Sound playful to you. Um,
0: I did the phone guy for a while uh, when I used to live in Canada. And I remember swearing at myself because w- it was like I remember Christmas Eve is trying to call call my parents. And it was uh, the lines were <laughs> back in there were just like those phones right? actual phones. You know, we're sorry. The number you've called is not in service. Please check. I go. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. Um, but no, I. 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 Um, I have, you know, people call and I'll pretend I'm an answering, you know, service or something. Uh, but uh, I uh, and I do do a lot of, you know, the cameos and, and stuff as Megatron and, and other characters wishing people happy birthdays. I, uh, I, I when you talked about, you know, you have uncles that do voices and stuff. And I always kind of wish I was that uncle. I uh, I'm a kind of serious guy off 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 um, mm. off the mic. I'm, um, I'm probably way too serious and I than I than I should be. I mean, uh uh, when I get behind here, that's when you know uh, it's a yeah. spark, and it's like, oh, I live. This is where I live. Uh, you know, off the mic, I uh, kind of like my 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 uh, uncle, late uncle that I named my son after. Is in 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 thought a lot of the time, and I, I don't think that sometimes that's okay. But I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> too serious well, sometimes.
1: that's an astute insight. Uh, and I found that a lot of people that do what y- you know you do are on radio are actually introverts, that, that yeah, outside my, of the world, my this manager, is your safe way to play, right?
0: It's true. My manager says, you know, I got to rethink this whole, like, uh, mixer thing and party when I come out to L.A. Because, you know, all you guys, like, are so uncomfortable out there. And it, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, I got, I want to meet the clients and, you know, uh, get togethers for some of the vendors, you know, to do trailers and trailer houses and it's nice to, I want to go and say, hey, you know, thanks, you know, from the bottom of my heart, my God, this is a dream come true, and meet people, but whenever I go, there's always a lot of me around, there's always, you know, voice people, and I don't really, I mean, look, I, I, I adore them, and some of them are my closest friends, but... I, I really like to be home, um, and, and and when you're in, in an environment where you're like the you're talking above the din of the music, it's like, you're like, what, where? So what do you, what do you do? Oh, hi, yeah, and and then you realize that, oh, geez, I'm losing my voice, and I can feel it. Yeah. So when I go out uh, to do that situa- situation, I go, okay. First thing I think about, I get anxiety because I got to go there, and then second thing, okay, uh, so I can't talk, I can't stay too long, and I because I'm going to lose my voice, and I got some So. It's just, uh, and he, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. It's uh, uh, we all are. uh, Some of us are good at it, uh, are, 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 are good at it. I wish I was better at it, but honestly, um, yeah. What do you call it? Is it introvert, extrovert, introvert? What is it called?
1: Yeah. uh, There, and there's like an ambivert, which is, is like you can flex and I I feel like that's kind of where I am. Yeah, I'm not naturally extroverted, but I, I have this energy to perform for people or give my energy to other people, I have this call to to do that a
0: Yeah, bit. no, it's it, that, yeah, I, I can certainly flex. Depends on who you who you're around and stuff like that. But I I just enjoy. I remember a friend of mine who he does my website, Mark Jensen, many years ago when I was doing some on camera stuff. I, you know, had a few X Files, and I was I was horrible on screen. A few things are okay, but I otherwise I'm comfortable watching myself. And I thought I probably could have got better at it if I stay, but he said, we were having coffee one day. He said, listen, what do you, what do you want to do? What do you love? He said, because, you know, if you really, you got to, fo- let's focus on one thing. Cause it can really, I said, you know, uh, uh, he said, you want to do like on camera? I go, well, I don't know. Like, I don't really care about like being recognized or I could give a rat's ass about that. And I did theater. I loved it, but I would always be backstage on opening night going, what the hell did I get myself into? Oh my God. <laughs> just like sick to my stomach. One-. And then when you get out there, you're fine. And you go yeah. and the show's over, you go, Oh my god, that's over. And then you go, Maybe I should do that again. And your your brain's going, No, don't do that again. And you're fighting. So um but behind the mic, I always said, just I just love the, the 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 fact that you can be anybody uh behind this thing. And um I'm still learning every day about nuance and working the mic and different things and narration, storytelling, and creating these, you know, real characters behind here. And I just, I I love that aspect of it. So I did tell him many years ago, you know, I I, I, think voiceover. I think that's where I think it's good. Okay. Let's just, just do that. Just do that. And uh, from that moment on, uh, that became sort of like uh, the focus and um, and yeah, and it's still surreal uh, really? Let me
1: rewind and ask you a few questions uh, about that because. I found the early ones in my career really funny. I think people talk about, you know, selling out and stuff. The first voiceover I was ever paid for was a commercial for the Kansas University bookstore. And I went to Missouri and there, so there's like a passionate, you know, border war goes all the way back to the civil war here in Kansas city. (laughs) And I sold out, I was like a hundred dollars. They're playing the fight song behind me. I'm like, we got the cure for what's ailing you Jayhawk fever. Come on down to the KU bookstore. And I totally sold out. I was like a hundred bucks for like 60 seconds worth of work. I was like, I'm in on this. But I did uh, the uh, Cirilla's uh, adult uh, bookstore radio commercials. I did the, you know, Powerball jackpots and all kinds of things. And I was like, hey, it's not me. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just somebody's got to read it. I'll take it and take the, yeah. the 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 money for reading it. Do you have any unusual gigs? Like, how did you decide? Or do you remember what the first thing you were paid for that was that, that kind of clicked for you? And you were like, wow, this is a this is something I can do for a living.
0: Well, well, I mean, the first thing, it was uh, a, a late cousin of mine that uh, used to, he was a shyster, too. <laughs> we all found out. <laughs> like, uh, but he paid me 50, gave me $50 to, to read his, uh, for his insurance company uh, when I was going to college. I was in radio college. That was probably the first gig I ever did. Um and I was so excited to hear it on the air. Uh, I, I can't remember it. And it was probably horrible, but he, you know, was a first gig. Um, many years later, fast forward. Interesting one is um, they're out there on the on, on YouTube and on the Internet. Uh, it's uh, um, the characters, Bob, and it's for uh, a, a erectile dysfunction uh, pill. And, uh, and nice. this is Bob. Bob is, you know, a little extra step in his in his life, but they're out there. Um, the Bob commercials, and uh, I did those for a while. <laughs> so, um, but no, there's this, uh, yeah, certain things uh, you you do, uh, you know, uh, being a Dodgers fan and reading for th- something for the for the Giants, and it even says on the on the copy. Uh, if you're, you know, a fan of another team, you know, please don't submit. But I go, well, how are they gonna know? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I'll, I'll be a Giants fan for the, uh, for this. But it's, just it's a game I play, you know, with myself. It's like. Uh, there's certain things I, I, I obviously won't uh, won't do. I stay away from any political ads if I can. And um,
1: I was going to ask you about the political tech ads if you've ever done the, you know, Joseph wants you to believe he's for schools. Yeah, I do, I do them, but I do them
0: in jest. Like for example, Allah, <laughs> Allah, John, uh, the uh, last week tonight, uh, John Oliver. So I, I d- I've done them in in jest. There is a particular read about them, but I. Uh, I I just want to be surrounded by joy and do things that are joyful and not things that make me depressed.
1: (laughs) Love that. Yeah. Same. And, and so in your career, when did you realize that this could work? Was there a moment or gig where you're like, okay, I got this. You gone from scrounging all these different commercials and working and just trying to to pay it to be like, Oh, this is a career now. And I've kind of figured out the, uh, the code to the matrix. Uh,
0: yes, Uh, one second before I answer that. The dog wants out. You want out? <laughs> you got it. You want out? Okay. Go. Be free. Fly. All
1: right. And he's gone. Um, by the way, did you know? Um, if you ever see a dog at the zoo, you know it's a, a shit zoo. Oh, yeah.
0: Is it? <laughs> Is it <this> a. <laughs>
1: Oh, right. <laughs> uh, God. You're killing me. I was asking you about when when you knew that you made
0: uh, it. Well, when I, well, I still, like right now I'm thinking, is this it? Is it over? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, hmm. That's I'm hard to play humans podcast for free. What have I done with my life? No, not that it's like, you know, it's just, it,
0: it, we go through these uh, ups and downs and it's, and yeah. you know, I've been doing that all my life. And it, it doesn't never gets any easier when it's quiet. You're like, Hmm. Is this it? Do we sell everything? Hmm. Cause uh, <laughs> we go, I've gone through that
1: for 20, 30 years. Uh I think that's a good point about playing for a living though. Do you, did it ever get comfortable being uncomfortable? No,
0: no. Well, that's, that's the no. thing about, I, 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 was, uh, a mentor of mine, but way back in radio, uh, Alden deal, who was a job manager of the LGC Fox Center in Vancouver. We did this weekend workshop and it's about, uh, being out of your comfort zone and every, and because of that, that every four years I get kind of, ah, well, what are we doing? Time to change. When I, I, if I start to get too comfortable, it's, that's a bad sign. That's not good. Um, um, uh, I gotta, I, be, I gotta be riding that razor's edge. It's just the way that I'm built. Uh, but, but gosh, back to when I, when I may I really don't know. I, I, I still, I still to this day sort of wonder. Well, have I? Am I really? You know, I really haven't. Well, I haven't worked for that company, or I haven't in you know, any stuff. But maybe I'm just not. I'm not quite. You're not quite there. Um, and. Uh, I, I think the day when I was a mutual firing at the radio station that was back in 90, mm. 93, 94, 94 I, I was working during when I was on air, I started to get really busy and I I just took a disinterest in being there. And at that time, they'd moved me to middays and I was just bored. And I remember just sitting, you know, all right, Madonna, LG 73, hit the button, played and just go back to watching the monkeys on MTV and like, you know, hey, OK, tears for fears, LG 73. And I was just bored. And, and I met the GM came in one day and he said, you, uh, you really, you really sort of really don't want to be here. Uh, it, you know, does that, I said, yeah, kind of, uh, he said, well, you know what, let's just, let's call it a day. Let's, you know, two weeks. And then I waited a meeting we had some laughs and he said, no, uh, you know, you, I think he, he said, I think you need to be, I think you need to go and do your, you know, your thing and you're getting busy. I think this is uh, And so, uh, that was the mutual, we, we fired each other and, and I, and that was the moment I went, okay. And I remember having uh my, my daughter was born in 93. So it was just on the tails of that. And it was all right, game on. It's like that. I always call it the, 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 um, the, the, you know, the gas fireplace where the little pilot lights always on for it's always on. And I, so I always feel like, cause you know, any second, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go that all it's always on. It's always ready to roll. And, uh, and that's when i just knew that i got to turn on a fireplace man and uh cuz it's not uh, just about me now uh it's about you know my wife my child and uh, you know my son was born in 97 it's about it was about them um so it became a, it was a real focus puller it was like okay yeah. focus in and and uh i wanted to get great at it. i didn't want to be fine okay i hate those words oh it's fine oh it's good oh ah uh, uh. <laughs> I hate, it's just like no let's make it how do we make this uh i, I want to be you know really this i want to and if and if it's not good, let's fix it. Let's it's make it. Let's make it where it's where, where, where it's great. And, it's, and and I I always want that for the industry as a whole. I want everybody. When I came down here, started working in animation, and and I'm surrounded by people like Rob Paulson, Jim Cummings, and Terry Strong, and Great Alile, and God, uh, John DiMaggio, and D. Bradley Baker, and all these people. My God, you know you you better bring it. Um, and uh, and it's just so much fun when you have a room full of people who are eager to play but really know what they're doing and how to bring nuance out of a character you know um when i was in, so in you're doing trans tf animated when i played optimus prime in that and that series that's probably one of the moments who went all right i'm doing a a, a high a, you know a high profile series in in LA and I'm working with these people and it's like at first my thought is what am I doing here you know Corey Burton's right beside me and bumper and and and, and, oh my god um let's see who I'm like that cast is insane um working with people like Billy West and working with people like you know it's just that's always been a dream uh to me is to be in the room with people like that it's always been that way I always thought that's why you know if you want to play the major leagues you want to play you know uh professional uh, baseball hockey or whatever it is you want to play. You, you need to play with those people you need to play up you need to learn from them and uh that's when i sort of i mean, that was about the time we emigrated we down officially uh in 2007 when we were recording that show so like, okay i gotta be here um and uh I love. I love
1: it. that. Is there anything left? Like, it on your bucket list now? I mean, you've checked off oh, uh, a lot of them. You mentioned. Yeah. What's the well, the dream job right now? We'll put that uh, out in the universe. To try and do anything with Nickelodeon. Um, mm. <laughs> thinking, I know. You get that slimed. I uh no I would love
0: to but I, I maybe I'm too old now I don't know maybe I'm aging out uh but yeah to do anything I I, I would when even when I was working at cartoon network at a, a fair mine drive by Nickelodeon so one day one day you know I know I've circled around there are certain shows that are played, but it's like I just it's for one of those things is you know I'd love Never to correct. Uh, no, for some reason, uh,
1: you know, uh, they just don't I don't like me. I don't, <laughs> don't like me. Um No, we're gonna put it out there and we're gonna we're gonna make no, this I just, happen. I have uh, interviewed some guys from Universal Studios and and the Nickelodeon team, but not on the uh production side. So we'll see what uh happens here. But before but before Rick and I Morty, let you go,
0: Rick and Morty's another one. I just, I, I just love that. It'd be so much fun to do with Rick and Morty. <laughs>
1: anyway. For sure, I love that. Uh, but before we get to Rick and Morty, we got to yeah. play a game. Do you want to play? Sure, I do. I do. I do want to play. All right, here we go. We got our of games. There are ten games that it could land on, and you got. Survey says. Survey says is the classic. We interviewed 100 people. The top five answers are on my card here. If you guess one of them and two out of the three questions, uh, you win our game. So where might a school bus take a student besides school? To the park. To the park, uh, I'll give it to you. field trip, number one answer, field trip, uh, a sporting event, home, museum, or the zoo were our top answers there. Oh. All right. Uh, home is the probably the best answer on there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, name a job that's so dangerous you wouldn't want it. I gave you this one because you have one of the cushiest, safest jobs. If you hurt yourself doing voiceover work, it's really your fault. But yeah. what's a job that's so dangerous you wouldn't want it? On the deck of an aircraft carrier. Oh, there you go. We will uh, give you that one, too. Airline pilot uh, is number four. We have firefighter, window washer, construction, and police officer. You know, on now, the
0: deck of an aircraft carrier is, and I was, is the most dangerous job in the world. I was on the USS uh, Teddy Roosevelt on the deck watching the planes take off. Uh, and and uh, <laughs> unless you know you you don't want to be on there unless you know yeah
1: there are people that do insane things my grandfather was like a uh, a bomb technician for the air force and like dangerous job
0: a bomb technician oh my yeah God.
1: Uh, a bomb technician on planes that are taking off and he said at one point like the Japanese had the other end of the runway and they had their end of the runway wow uh, that's in some stuff that is definitely a job I would not want yeah all but, right uh, last question. Name a kind of place where time seems to pass by very slowly. A classroom. Classroom is on there. Number two answer, school, uh, the doctor's office, the waiting room, uh, number one. Work, okay. church, and airport on there. Work, church, and <laughs> oh, airport. All very good. All right, David, uh, you win. So that means we are here for you. Is there anything you can do to help us or we can do to help you here? Anything you want to pitch? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, you know, follow me on Twitter for
0: crying out loud, at d a. What, how do I spell my name? Uh, Tara Strong hates this handle. D-K-A-Y-E-V-O. That's Instagram and Twitter. Uh, cameos. I'm out there on cameos. You can book those. Um, we got, uh, you know, uh, Farzar has dropped. Uh, Eternals is still streaming. I got the third season of uh, of uh, He-Man Masters of the Universe, where I take care of Adam. I try and protect him because I'm a protector, a battle cat. Um, Ratchet and Clank <laughs> with Clank is um of course Clank and that's uh rift apart is still uh, gone crazy. Uh, I play Ford Kruller in 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 the uh video game uh, along with Jack Black uh, uh um um uh, Psychonauts 2 is out there. Uh Yashihime is still streaming uh Shishamaru. Shut up Jockin. And uh, if you want to go back and take a look at some of the old shows of course, there's, there's Megatron. Excellent. Yes. And uh yeah, <laughs> he's still he's still, you know, Still hanging out. The buttons are for sale, too, in the web.
1: Hey, there you go. We'll Go get that. Go to davidk.com. Again, that's K-A-Y-E, davidk.com. You can connect with them on the socials, see all the cool stuff that he's got going on. And I really appreciate the time today, David. It was so much fun. And uh, now. All that's left to do is to have you, the listener here, share this episode with somebody that you think needs to hear it, get inspired and rediscover the power of play in their life. And we have a new sponsor I'm so excited about. This is a real one, not a fake one. It's Benetix, and they offer concert tickets or theater tickets to employees where you can just have them pick their own show. It's super cool. So go to PlayfulHumans.com sponsors for more information. Until next time, go play! Don't wait for tomorrow. feel like we need one last voiceover david well of course it must be make it from so predacons terrorize <laughs> i
0: love it there we go